What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yes, Roma wines taste better. Because only Roma selects from the world's greatest wine reserves for your pleasure. And now, Roma Wines, R-O-M-A. Roma Wines presents... Suspense. Tonight, Roma Wines bring you Mr. Phil Silvers in The Swift Rise of Eddie Albright. A suspense play produced, edited, and directed for Roma Wines by William Spears. Up, car, please. Good morning, Mr. Griffin. Good morning. Get back in the car, please. Well, good morning, Miss Brainwright. Hello, Eddie. Good morning, Miss Kidbitch. Take away, Eddie. That's all, please. Watch the doors, please. That's the way it is with me all day long, see. I got my ups and downs, like they say. But I like it that way, see, because I'm not going to be doing this forever. I'm not even going to be doing it very much longer at all. Because I got a job as an assistant to Mr. Garvey, the building manager. And the way I handle my car and my customers, I'm going to be a cinch to get it. In fact, I am so much a cinch that I have told Millie that that's what I am already. Millie is the manager at the elite barbershop down on Lake. And three, four times a week on my off hour, I jump out of my uniform and into my street clothes and go down there and get a manicure. Sort of got really staked out, see. And that's where I am, understanding when all this happens. Down there getting a manicure from me. You've got real nice hands, though, Mr. Albright. Real swan gay. Well, you see, for a man in my position... But I will also say that you don't really have to have them cared for quite so often. Oh, that... I mean, I wouldn't tell that to everyone, but some of my customers, I like to give my very best professional advice, you know? Well, maybe I... Um... Just let your hand relax, Mr. Albright. Yeah. Well, maybe I know that. Maybe I got my reason. Oh, Mr. Albright, I can't imagine what kind of reasons you Look, have. with a guy like me, nobody has to stand on many ceremonies, see? For instance... All my friends call me Eddie. Really? Sure, Mr. Garvey and everybody. Just like I called you Millie. That's all right, isn't it? Oh, well, sure, but, but me calling a customer, but, well, it, it makes a difference, you know? Is that all I am? Just another customer? Mm. You must hold your hand still, Mr. Albright. Yeah, sure. What I mean, just because I hold a slightly higher position than somebody else, that don't make any difference to me. That's my idea of democracy. Everybody is just as good as anybody else. Of course, 
Unless you're a millionaire. Well, well, what's so special about a millionaire? I've got a customer that's a millionaire, and his hands aren't nearly as warm gay as yours. Well, what I mean is, I'm not quite in that class yet. But I wish you would call me Eddie. Well, you know, I was thinking about you uh-huh. once or twice. I mean, you're quite young to be holding the position of assistant manager of a big building like the Dunbar building. Well, I started at the bottom, of course, but there's little tricks you get into the top, just like in everything else. Gee, I wish I knew some. Well, take me, for instance. You know how I got where I am? Remembering names and faces, that's all. Yeah? Yes, sir. When I was just merely an elevator operator. Remembering names? You'll be a little thing like that and get to the... A little thing like that? Listen, how do you suppose Jim Farley got where he is today? Where is he? I don't know where he is right now. But that's how he got to be postmaster general. Just remembering names and faces. Just one little thing, that's all. Well, I don't know. He must have had some kind of other abilities. I mean, he must have been a bug on stamps or something. Oh, heavens forbid. Look at that suit. Well, maybe one through the little things, but that was the main thing. I'll take me for instance. Oh. oh, I'm sorry, Eddie, but you've got to keep your hands still. Oh, well, that's okay, Millie. Forget it. But I was just trying to show you something in the paper. See this picture? Yeah. Frankie the Nose Maddox, former New York gangster who escaped from Atlanta six months ago, believed to be in the city. Oh, sure, I saw that this morning. Yeah, so did I. And when I saw it, I said to myself, Eddie, you, Eddie Albright, you've seen this guy somewhere before. And just like that, I remember. Oh, well, I bet I can remember an ugly mug like that. Yeah, but suppose you only seen him three, four times, and it was two, three years ago. And he was always with a whole lot of other people. Eddie, you, you know Frankie Maddox? No, but I took him up on my car. Oh. Uh, that was when I was just nearly an elevator operator. Oh. I took him up three, four times. There's a rich guy named Ellinger lives in a penthouse on top of our building, and I took him up there. And that was two, three years ago. But right away I remembered, and he called the face. Oh, I guess that is pretty good, all right. Sure, that's the kind of thing that got me where I am. Yeah, well, some people are lucky, I guess. Well, I don't know. But some people that are lucky like to share their luck with other people. Never stop to think about that. Oh, I'm quite <laughs> sure I don't know what you mean. Well, take you and me, for example. What? Maybe we could be lucky together. I mean, maybe you and me could go out to dinner and the theater some night. Really? Oh, gee, that'd be awful nice. Well, how about tonight? Tonight? Well, I don't know. I, well, I guess I could make it tonight. Okay, now where do I meet? Well, well, well. So this is where you spend all your time. Oh, well, hello, Alex. <laughs> Millie, uh, I just remembered something important. I gotta go. Yeah, but Eddie, I haven't finished What's yet. your hurry? You might at least introduce the little lady to your boss. No, no, oh, don't say dear. that. Uh... Then you must be Mr. Garvey. No, well, I'm sure not... I'm pleased to meet you. Mr. Mr. Garvey? <laughs> say, what's this guy been telling you? Well, I, not, well, I really, really I... don't see what's so funny. No, All I know not... is that Mr. Albright here is what? Mr. Garvey's personal assistant in the Dunbar building. <laughs> oh, I... Is that what he told Look, you? Look, Alex, <laughs> can I just... Oh, Eddie, I'm ashamed. How could you do such a thing to such a cute little lady? Eddie Albright, you going to sit there and let this man talk to me? He better sit there because I am his boss. Really, look. I'm chief starter on the Dunbar elevators, and little Eddie here is operator number 23. Eddie. And when I say go, he goes. And when I say stay, he stays. Millie, no, look, Millie, I got to go, but I... haven't finished your hand, Mr. Albright. Oh, Millie, let's not be bitter. Well, goodbye. 
imagine how that made me feel. I felt lower in the third basement. And what made it worse, it was all true, what I told Millie. I all except a little part about being with the garden assistant. But I did remember faces. I was going to get to the top. I was there already. Practically. But all I could think of was how I could get in with that star or that Alex Henderson without having him fire me. And pretty soon he came back and I just didn't speak to him. I didn't even look at him. But I could see him zooming all over that ugly puss of his every time he looked at me. And then I see him looking serious and going over to talk to some guys who just came in that I recognize as playing clothes And then they separate and sort of hang around the lobby trying to look as though they aren't there. And I figure I'll bide my time to get that on, Alex. So pretty soon I move you over to where he is. Well, 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 if it isn't Mr. Albright. Okay, okay, you had your fun. What are all the dicks doing in the lobby? Well, now, I wouldn't tell everyone, but, of course, an important man like you... Oh, lay off, can't you? What's going on? They had a tip Frankie Maddox was heading for this building. Frankie Maddox? Yeah. Friend of yours? Well, I know what he looks like. I took him up to the penthouse three, four times. Two, three years ago. I never... Yeah? Who was with him? General MacArthur? Now, look, I'm not kidding. I'd remember him any place. Well, why don't you just go over and speak to the lieutenant over there? Okay, I will. Get back on your car. But, Alex... Get back on your... Well, well, well. Look who's coming in the door. Our girlfriend. Our girlfriend. Now, listen, Alex, I can take just... How do you do, Miss O'Malley? Well, I'm quite well, thank you, Mr. Henderson. Hello, Millie. I wonder if you could have one of your boys take me up to the penthouse. We got a call at the shop a little while ago from Mr. Ellinger. He wanted a manicurist sent up. Why, sure, Miss O'Malley. The last car there. Thank you very kindly, Mr. Henderson. Eddie, take the young lady up to the penthouse. Right away. Look sharp. Please. Now, listen, Millie, I can explain all what I and said. And I do not wish to engage in any unnecessary conversation with the help, Mr. Albright. Oh, Millie, that guy's jealous, that's all. He knows when that job comes up, I'm a cinch for it, and he won't stand a chance. Uh, he's just trying to get the knife on me, that's all. <laughs> and that job is coming up, and I'm going to get it. Any day now, you'll see. <laughs> oh, Millie, give me a break. You said yourself it didn't matter even if a guy was a millionaire. I am a very democratic person, Mr. Albright. I have no objection at all to a man being an elevator operator whatsoever. But I do object to his being a big phony. Mm. I believe this is my floor. Good day, Mr. Albright. Millie. Uh... Hold it, bud. Huh? You heard him hold it. I'm sorry, but you gentlemen can't bring that carpet down on this car. You'll have to take the freight elevator. Shut up. Now, listen. Get in there. All right, easy now. Okay, stand up, uh, stand it up in that corner. Well, of course, if you gentlemen insist. Okay, that'll do it. Our policy is to give prompt and courteous service to all the occupants of this building. Okay, However, but regulation... Start down. But it's against regulation. Start down. Yes, sir. But it's against regulations to carry furniture in the passenger cars. And a big carpet like that. Now, what about a big carpet like that? Well... It's furniture. Well, what do you know? Sonny Boy here thinks this is furniture. Well, it ain't furniture, you see, Sonny Boy. Well, the regulations... Yeah, Yes, sir. What floor, sir? The basement. Yes, sir. Which basement? 
You ain't trying to be funny, are you, sonny boy? No, sir, but we have three basements in this building. You all got like stairs to up to the street? Yeah, they have stairs, but it isn't. Take us to the first one you come to. Yes, sir. But the building regulations... Oh, shut up. Yes, sir. Well, like I say, we believe in giving prompt and training the service. So I wasn't going to argue with anybody. Particularly anybody as big and tough as these two guys look. They wanted to take a carpet to the basement? No, uh, there's no skin or me. It was a big carpet, all right. It was rolled up, and they had to stand in the corner between them. And I glanced at it, just casual-like. And then I saw something that made my skin come up in goosebumps all over Sticking out of the bottom of that carpet was a pair of feet. Hey, those guys had a dead body in that carpet. More suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you Phil Silvers in the swift rise of Eddie Albright. Roma Wines' presentation tonight in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. had a body rolled up in that carpet. I just stood there at the controls of my car and tried to keep my knees from knocking until we got down to the first basement. Is this the basement? Huh? I say, is this the basement? Oh, yes, sir. Okay. All right. Let's flip it easy. Right. Can I help you? Uh, no, 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 no. You got it? I'd forget I ever seen this uh, carpet. Understand? Yes, sir. What carpet? My next car, please. Well, where you been, big shot? Oh, oh, I, I had to take a tenner down to, uh, to the to the basement. The basement? Yeah. Somebody from the penthouse wanted. Uh, wanted to see the super about something. Oh, I see. I thought you was going to stick around and help the cops catch Maddox when he shows up. Okay, Alex, you think I'm kidding. But I do know what he looks like. Yeah, with his mug all over the paper, sure. You and a million other people. I mean what he looks like. For instance, I remember he's a medium-sized small guy about my size. Oh, a shrimp. All right, but you wait. If that guy comes into this building, I'll spot him and I'll... All right, everybody, all right. Just stand right for you, please. That's the lieutenant. It must be Maddox. Maddox? Well, there's no danger, folks. No danger. We're just trying to locate somebody. Say, I gotta go. You stay here. I just remembered a party up on the 15th floor. You stay... See, I figured the cops had everything under control about this matter, but there was no use my button in until they need me. And so I'm sort of getting my breath and going past the ninth floor before I notice the little guy in the car with me. A nice-looking little guy, and he speaks to me real friendly. What's all the excitement down there? Oh, well, they think some gangster named Maddox was loose in the building somewhere. Do they? Yeah. Maybe it was a good idea we started up when we did, huh? 
Oh, I don't know. Don't worry me, none. What floor? Uh, the, uh, the penthouse, please. Oh, you're looking for Mr. Ellinger. That's right. My girl's up there with him right now. Your girl? Yeah, she's a manicure. Mr. Ellinger sent for her a little while ago for a manicure. Oh. Well, here's your floor. Uh, say, wait a minute before you open those doors. I, uh, got a little proposition to make to you. Uh... Proposition? Yeah, you see, Mr. Ellinger's an old pal of mine. He's a great guy for gags. I haven't seen him for quite a while. I want to pull one on him, see? Oh, well, yeah, but... but... I want to borrow your uniform. If we just swap coats, that's enough. It'll only take a minute, the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't do anything like that. The regulation... Sure, sure, I know. Uh, would, uh, would this help? Oh, no, I couldn't. You see, if a hundred bucks... Sure, with me and Ellinger, it's anything for a gag, and, uh... Like I say, it'll only take a minute. Well, I don't know, but a hundred bucks. Oh, here, go on, take it. Now, give me your coat. Here's mine. Well, you sure it'll only take a minute? That's right. Okay, see ya. Okay, now let's go. Uh, you better come with me, though, so you can get your coat back and go right on down. See? Yeah, sure. I'll prop the car doors open. Right, for heaven's sake, now what? Who oh, is she? Oh, that's my, uh, that's Millie that I told you about. Oh. Where's Ellinger? Well, I'm sure I don't know, and I've been waiting quite a while, and if I have to wait much longer... You I'm... sure he's not home? Well, I should be. Now, if I have to wait much longer, I'm simply going to have to charge him the full rate anyway, and if you're a friend of his, I wish you would Yeah, sure, me. sure, I'll, uh, I'll I... fix it for you. We'll come in and wait. As for you, Mr. Albright, of course it's no business of mine, but if you want to throw away your job and your whole career... I got my I... read. Come on. Well... Yeah, but you said it would only take a minute. Come on, come on. There's another hundred in the phone. When you get your coat back. A hundred dollars? See? I told your you. Your boyfriend and I are just pulling a little gag, miss. Boyfriend? Are you implicating that this... Well, I must say, someone has given you the wrong kind of an oppression entirely. Yeah, okay, but you two could do quite a lot with a couple of hundred bucks, couldn't you? Suppose, uh, you wait here in the front room, miss. We'll go on inside. But don't tell Mr. Ellinger we're here. We want to surprise him. Yes, sir, of course. That's two hundred dollars. Listen, I can't wait long, you know. Yes, sure, I know. In here. Uh, let's uh, go out on the balcony. Ah, it's nice up here. Yeah. I always wanted a penthouse. You know, when I'm looking all over for this uh, Maddox, uh, whatever his name is, they won't miss you for a while. Yeah, there's that. Boy, I just wish I could lay my hands on that guy. Oh, Maddox? Yeah, boy, if I could just capture him single-handed or something. What's the matter? You got something against the guy? Oh, no, no, Mr. Uh... Mason. No, Mr. Mason, I got nothing against him. But I gotta do something pretty quick. Fooling around with guys like this Maddox could be a little unhealthy, though, couldn't it? Yeah, make that. But, well, you see, Mr. Mason, I gotta do something for Millie. I don't know. She seems like a nice kid. She doesn't seem like the kind who'd expect any crazy grandstand plays from a guy. Oh, she wouldn't, Mr. Mason. Millie's the top. She's aces. But you see, well, I already made one and it flopped. It was a terrible flop. Oh, showing off for a day, huh? Like a little kid. Yeah, I guess so, Mr. Mason. I guess I made an awful fool out of myself. But, well... Now i got to do something to make up for it. Listen, Eddie, a dame that's any good, she doesn't expect anything special of a guy. If she does lay off because she's poisoned, 
Take my word for it, I know. Maybe I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't tried to show off for a day. Just like you. I was a punk kid. I didn't know any better. Gee, Mr. Mason, I wouldn't say where you are today is so bad. Being able to pass out $100 bills like you do. Yeah. Well, you get older. You see things a little different sometimes. How'd you come to louse it up with her? Well, you see, it began by me telling about this job that I got as assistant to Mr. Garvey, the building manager. Only I don't have it yet. And then Alex, he's the starter. He tips her off. And then I'm trying to explain to her when I bring her up here. Only I don't get a chance because these two mugs get in my car with a What two cover. mugs? The two that come from the penthouse here. I guess they're working for Mr. Ellinger. And they got a big rolled-up carpet. And they want to go down to the basement. And I told them the regulations, but... Gee, maybe I shouldn't be saying this after what they told me. What did they tell you? Well, about the carpet, they said. Carpet. So that's it. Well, I guess it's okay to tell you, Mr. Mason. But I was scared. Well, there was a body in that carpet. Gosh, you don't suppose that's why Mr. Allen... Listen, Eddie, you stay right here, see? But Mr. Mason, my coat... You... I'll be back in two minutes, kid. Then you'll be all set. The basement, huh? Yeah, but Mr. Wave, wave, Mr. Mason... You stay here. You want your coat back. Newfound friend has left you holding the bag. Oh, Millie, I don't know. Everything is going wrong today. Well, you can't say that your friends or those who were your friends didn't give you fair warning. You mean you're still my friend? I didn't say that. I just hope that Mr. Alex Henderson is your friend when you try to explain to him what happened to your uniform coat. Alex Henderson. Listen, Millie, you don't see anything in that guy, do you? Well, he's just I a think common Mr. Star. Henderson is a very high-type gentleman and not a big phony. Him? Why, he's no worry. And at least he is not ashamed of his position. He is, too. And seeing that he is your superior, yeah, I well, feel... Well, it won't be for long. I can tell you that right now. All right, Maddox. Reach. What? Don't try to stop him, Max. Get him up. They got guns. Maddox, hey, listen, I'm not Maddox. Who do you I'm... think you're kidding? We know you've been having a doctor change your face the last six months. And then you think you're going to walk right in here and knock off Ellinger for that 50 grand he took you for? Well, you were a little late. You know why? Listen, fellas, you got it wrong. Don't you remember? I'll tell you why. Because and I... we got tipped off and we got Ellinger out of here in a carpet. How do you like that? You know who is going to get it? You, Maddox. <gasps> Hey, look, my girl, she fainted. Now, she's in luck. You got any last words, Maddox? Wait, listen, I'm not Maddox. I'm the elevator boy. I That's never all. thought I'd see you crawl, Maddox. Look, don't you remember? I took you down with the carpet to the basement. Go on, go ahead. I'm getting a big boot out of this. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe he's got some. Come over here, you. Yes, sir. I think it is the elevator punk. That's me, sir. That's right. The elevator punk. That's me. Get up. What do you think? I don't know. What happened to your uniform, punk? Well, there was a man. He was in my car. All, All right. right, turn around and get it. Maddox! What happened those next few minutes, I'll never know. I was down on the floor until the shooting stopped, and then it was awful still. And I opened one eye and looked around, and Mr. Mason, only he was Maddox. I recognized. And the two mugs were lying on the floor, and they weren't moving either. And then I saw Millie lying there, too, and I rushed over to her. And I took her in my arms, and then she opened her eyes, so I knew she was all right. I rushed back to Mr. Maddox. 
I took the gun out of his hand, and then all of a sudden, the room was full of people, cops and honest tenants, and even Mr. Garvey, and they were all flying around me, and everybody was saying something different. Uh, it's Maddox, all right, Chief. He's got identification. What happened here? Is that the missing operator, Henderson? That's right, Mr. Garvey. Who's the girl? My officer. He's got a gun in his hand. Uh, give me that, son. Yes, sir. Well, say, son, you must have been mixed up in this little party yourself, huh? Where'd you get the gun? Well, Lieutenant, it's Maddox's gun, isn't it? That's right, Chief. That's what must have happened. Maddox gunned the two hoods, and then the kid jumped him. Yeah? Well, that took a lot of courage, son. Is uh, that what happened? Well, sir, uh... Go ahead, Eddie. Speak up. Don't be afraid. Oh, no, Mr. Garvey. I'm not afraid. I'm Just perfectly... tell us what happened, son. Well, what happened? Yes, sir. That's what happened, all right. What you said, uh, Mr. Uh, Maddox made me come in here and change clothes with him. And then those two came in, and Maddox shot them, and then, well, I just sort of overpowered him, and, and the gun went off, and, and he was killed. I know guys on the force wouldn't have dared do that. Eddie! Did she see it? I fainted. Well, say, young man, you certainly are to be congratulated. Thanks, Mr. Garvey. Sir, you're the type of man we need on the Dunbar building staff, which uh, reminds me. There's a position as my personal assistant coming open. I think you could fill it. Come and talk to me about it in the morning. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Garvey. Oh, Eddie! Hey, see, yeah. Look, Maddox, he's alive. So he is. Yeah. He can talk. He can talk? How about it, Maddox? Is that what happened? What, uh, happened? The kid here says you gunned the other two and he overpowered you. And you got it in the struggle for the gun. Is uh, that what happened? The, uh, the kid there overpowered him? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, the kid just uh, overpowered me. He's gone. Gosh. Suspense. Produced and directed by William Sears for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California. coming weeks, Suspense will present such stars as Ava Gardner, David Niven, Poland, Lipson Barry, and others. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.